Good morning and welcome to uh, part uh, this part of the pro- uh, the Constitution of the Kingdom, Part Three. Uh, actually, we were looking at Article One of the Constitution. Much as the United States Constitution has its principles and authorities, so does the Constitution of the Kingdom of God. Uh, the Constitution of the United States starts out with the Articles of le- for the legis- Article One deals with the legislator, Congress, the House of Representatives. And the Senate and how they're to lay out. It lays out their their responsibilities, their duties. It also lays out their restrictions. And in Matthew five thirteen through twenty, uh, reading from the New American Standard, we find our Article One: You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by people. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people put light on a lamp and put it under a basket, but put it on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. You let your light shine before people in such a way that they will see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Do not presume that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but fulfill. For I say truly, until heaven and earth pass away, not one smallest letter or stroke of letter shall pass from the law until it's accomplished. Therefore, whoever nullifies one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps them and teaches them shall be called the great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So here we have it. The very first article of the Constitution of the Kingdom of God talks about us letting our light shine, being salt and earth, being salt in the earth. In other words, we are to be righteous. We are to be different. We are to be bright and shining. And we are to proclaim what God has done in our lives and proclaim to mankind what God has done for them. This is exciting, but the thing is, it says, "If you you are the salt of the earth, but if you become tasteless, how can you be made salty again?" In other words, God has made you righteous and holy by you accepting Jesus Christ as His Lord and Savior. He has forgiven us of our, He's forgiven us of our sins and has set us right. But yet, there, if you walk away from the principles, if you walk away from these teachings, if you walk away from the laws of God and and the love of God. You become, you become, you lose savor. You become tasteless. You become watered down, as it were. And there's no use for us watered down salt. And it gets thrown in there and is trampled by people. It comes like dirt, dust to them. And you, he says, you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill, and we know a lampstand. We know the analogy there. We are to shine. We are to point people to God through not just through what we say, but it's through our good works. Through our good works. We think preaching's the way of, of telling someone about Christ, but the best witness is to live the life that God has called us to be in, to live the life in relationship with Him, walking with Him daily, doing what He says to do. When you're walking with God, you're walking in the light, and you become light in a situation. And it's time for us as believers to rise up and do what God has called us to to, to rise up and to be light and to be salt in the earth, to be light and salt in our nation.
and in the world. And he says he comes not to abolish the law of the prophets. In other words, he's not going to he's not going to take away anything from what God has already said. And neither should we. We should follow through on those things, not out of religious responsibilities, not out of religious teachings, but because we love God and we want God to bless us and we want God to be with us. We want to have that intimate relationship with him. God promised that he would write his laws on the tables of our hearts. And by us accepting Jesus Christ and having the Holy Spirit in us, that relationship has been established and he has written his law on our hearts. And he's saying that he's going to fulfill every bit of it in our lives, individually, and in the lives of the others. And it says, anyone who nullifies any of these commandments and teaches others to do the same, the penalty is going to be, they'll still be in heaven, but the fact is, they just will be, they won't be great. Those who keep God's law out of love, out of, out of grace, out of his mercy for him, will fulfill the law of the kingdom and will walk in heavenly places and be great in heaven. And then he gives that warning for I say unto you, unless you so righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. There are many, many religious people who say one thing and do the other. That was the problem with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. That was the problem with the leaders of the of the Jewish people of that day. They gave lip service to God. They gave lip service to what they were what the law said, and yet they would turn around and twist it to do their own thing. One of the things later on we'll discuss is the in the next section is the divorce that they were performing. The the Pharisees would 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 marry a woman when they were young, but when they got older they would have desires towards a young woman and they would they had power they had money and they would go to the family and say hey we'll, we'll we'll make you wealthy if i can marry your daughter and they would go and divorce their wife of their youth and marry this young 16 17 year old maybe even as early as 13 year old girl and that was the evil in god's sight yet they twisted the law around to make it sound like it was right and it was wrong. That was just one of the things. The other part of it was, was they were keeping people out of the kingdom of God. They weren't they weren't living the life that they were proclaiming. And that is what God's saying there. We have to we have to live the life. Not being religious. Let me repeat that. Not being religious. Not going through uh Going to church because you're going supposed to go to church, raising your hands because you raise your hands, or putting money in the offering plate because you you want to you want to put money in the offering plate because it says to do it. You're not doing it with the right heart. It needs to come out of a relationship with God. Everything we do needs to come out of relationship with God. When you when you're talking to somebody and and telling them about God, you need to do it from a real point of God's love. Not out of religious, judgmental teaching saying you're going to hell, you're going to burn, and because you're a sinner, you're, you're not ever going to get in the kingdom of God. No, God did not say that. God says he wants everyone to come to know him, and he wants us to be known by our love. Our love. That's the light that shines before men, and they will see our good deeds. And they will glorify the Father which is in heaven. That's what we're to be about. This is so critical for us to get the understanding of this. There are many people who try to do it in religious ways. Who try to live up to the standard and don't 
no really no they've accepted Christ but they don't have the relationship with him the kingdom of God is about relationship and the kingdom of God is about us being in a righteousness established by God not a self-righteousness That's the key that we need to understand. And nowhere does it say we're supposed to beat people up and judge them. We're supposed to understand that we're to live lives greater than those. So when we look at our governmental leaders, we, we, we need to look and say, I, I, I need to be better than they are. I need to be more righteous. I need to be filled with God's spirit. I need to be filled with the anointing. Because our governmental leaders and some of our religious leaders are giving lip service to God. They are saying one thing and doing the other. And they have no righteousness. They come to God when they, they put on the airs of God when they want to do something or get something or, or win an election or seem like they're great in the men's eyes and they have missed the boat. So our call to you the call from God in this first article, which is this, this is the most critical, this is the number one thing he's bringing to light, is that we are to be a people, a righteous people, a preserving people. We know salt preserves, salt cleanses, and salt heals. It has all those properties. It, you know, If you've cut your finger and don't realize it and you put your finger in something that's got salt, you realize it real quick. And the reason being is that the salt is cleansing the wound. It's cleansing the wound and helping it to heal. And so when salt, when we, when we act as salt in the earth, there are going to be people who are wounded who don't realize it, who react badly to the pain that's being created because we are not trying to create pain. But the fact is we're trying to heal. We're trying we're actually helping them be cleansed of an infection, be cleansed of a hurt and a pain. And sometimes that causes a reaction. And then we realize why they're reacting. But nevertheless, we are to be salty. We are to be salt and we're to to be that for people. Otherwise we're of no use. We're just as much as dust on the earth. An example of being a light, we are to shine before men. We are to do good works and let our good works show. So that means, you, you, you know, I, I agree with the pastor that says, let your works shine before men. It's, it's, it's an old saying, let your works shine before men. And, and if necessary, preach. Now we look at the apostles and the disciples and, and uh, Apostle Paul and they preached a lot. But they also lived the life. Their light was so bright that people would listen to what they said. Our light should be so bright and we should do such good works that people will want to hear what we say. And we have to base it on the love of God. We have to base it on the fact that God loves us. The whole law and the prophets was written for the fulfillment of God's love in men's lives. To help them change. To show them what was wrong in their life. To show them that they were doing wrong. And they, they were judging themselves. They were bringing sin into their lives. They were bringing destruction. And the law pointed it out and pointed them to the fact that God loved them. That God said, if you repent, I will forgive your sins. And I will heal your land. 
And we're at a place right now where we need that. We, as the people of God, need to exemplify God's love. We need to do the works of what God, the good works that will draw men to us, asking us, why are we different? Why is there a light around you? How can you do these things? That's the key. That's the key to changing the world. That's the key. Remember, to become to become to be salt and light is the first article of the kingdom of God. It is the first thing. It's therefore one of the most it is the starting point for everything we do is to be salt and light and to be a loving individual to those around us and to show forth good works to men that they may see the light shining through you and glorify God. We've already talked about there may be some opposition, but we still do what we do. We still do. We still serve God. We let the first article be our foundation. We become light and salt and we shine and we proclaim it by what we do and then by what we say, bringing and letting our light shine before men in a mighty, mighty and powerful way. Let's pray. Father God, we, we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you that you have called us to be salt and light. You thank you for us to walk out through love, your laws and your commandments, God. Well, we thank you, Lord, that you have called us to do good works, that men will see the good of the light shining before us, and they'll see the good works, and they will glorify God in heaven, and they will talk to us, and we will have opportunities to speak to them and tell them what you say. Tell them of your love. Help them be transformed, God. Lord, help us, Lord. Lord, we pray for those in authority who are, who are walking away from God, who are not living in righteousness, God. We pray for them, Lord, that you will bring them into righteous relationship. Lord, we pray for our nation, God, that you would pour out upon it your light, your salt, us, to stand before men and to shine brightly and to do good works that they may see you and glorify you. Lord God, we ask now that you just bless this teaching, that you bless it to those who who are hearing, and Lord, we ask that you bless it as it goes forth around the world. Lord God, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Again, this is Richard Spangler of Lions Voice Ministries. Please check out my website, lionsvoiceministries.net, and uh, also my books that are on amazon.com. Of the Adventures in the Spirit, a series of prophetic visions, and the Covenants and the Fire, my newest book, talking about God's passion, God's love for you, and how He wants to baptize you in passion and light that torch in such a way that you will burn brightly and show light throughout the earth. God bless you. Until next time. Bye bye.